Welcome back to the Daily Report brought to you by the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Team. We are your hosts, Will Smith and Jasmine Robb, bringing you the highlights from our newest report. The Report for November 3rd, 2020. Climate. Is the fear of contracting COVID causing people to defer seeking care for acute conditions and leading to higher rates of at-home death during this pandemic? Researchers explored the incidence of five medical emergencies, acute MI, ischemic stroke, non-traumatic subarachnoid hemorrhage, ectopic pregnancy, and appendicitis in two U.S. medical centers, namely at Stanford University Medical Center and New York Presbyterian. Authors found a decreased incidence of acute myocardial infarction, non-traumatic subarachnoid hemorrhage, and ischemic stroke cases in both centers, and a decrease in appendicitis cases in New York, with no changes in ectopic pregnancy cases at either center. To explain the decreased incidence during the pandemic, they're concerned that patients may be deferring seeking care for these conditions from fear of contracting COVID-19 and may be leading to higher rates of death at home. Transmission and Prevention Operation Warp Speed's strategy and approach are outlined by an official physician scientist. It is a partnership of the Department of Health and Human Services, Department of Defense, and the private sector Their goal is to advance development, manufacturing, and distribution of vaccines, therapeutics, and diagnostics to establish control over the COVID-19 pandemic. The initiative set objectives of delivering 300 million doses of the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine by mid-2021, with strict criteria by which companies have to comply in order to be accepted. Currently, there are eight vaccines in their portfolio, which include Moderna and Pfizer, both mRNA, AstraZeneca and Janssen, both replication defective live vector, and Norovax and Sanofi GSK, both recombinant subunit adjuvant proteins. Management. Among 89 COVID-19 ICU patients at New York Beth Israel Medical Center, one study finds that 8.9% develop nosocomial candidemia over an average ICU stay of 25 days. Compared to the control, they found that COVID-19 ICU patients with higher BMI, prolonged mechanical ventilation, and superimposed bacterial infections were associated with concomitant candidemia, but in-hospital mortality was not significantly changed. Thus, the author suggests that providers be aware of systemic fungal infections as a potential complication in COVID-19 ICU patients. R&D, Diagnosis and Treatments The efficacy and safety of SARS-CoV-2 neutralizing antibody LY-CoV-555 and anti-spike neutralizing monoclonal antibody were analyzed in a randomized, double-blind controlled trial. The investigators examined the antibody's effect on viral load, symptom scores, and clinical outcome of 452 patients across 41 centers in the United States receiving one of three doses, 700 mg, 2800 mg, or 7000 mg, or a placebo. Although the authors acknowledge the need for further studies, the trial so far indicates possible reduction in symptom severity and reduction in viral load with higher doses of the LY-CoV-555, suggesting that it could become a useful treatment for patients with a recent diagnosis of COVID-19. Mental health and resilience needs. 
the risk and protective factors for prospective changes in adolescent mental health during this pandemic was examined in a survey of 248 adolescents in the urban areas of New South Wales, Australia. Findings show that the adolescents have increased anxiety and depressive symptoms and decreased life satisfaction due to the governmental restrictions posed to control viral spread. The author suggests a call to action to increase close monitoring of these adolescents and to find ways of supporting and maintaining social engagements for them. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay informed with us. Read less, do more. With, with COVID-19, LST.org. LST.